This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BDB. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Robert Eno, he's from the uh, Conservative Review. I read an an article um, about FDR's New Deal. He calls this now, we have a neo-New Dealer, um, and he says it's the GOP establishment. It's the GOP that is giving us a new New Deal. And I want to get Robert on about this, because I thought you made some really good points. Hi, Robert. How are you? Hi. Nice to be on, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. So make your case. So basically, um, over at, uh, I don't like to say their name, but Breitbart News, they published this long uh, two-part diatribe about how the Republican Party should become more like the Roosevelts, both Teddy and Franklin Roosevelt. And as your listeners know, um, they're the two paragon, paragons of progressivism who basically have gotten the nation into the trouble that it's in, yep. where you have Teddy with bringing on the regulatory state and Franklin Roosevelt with making it so that the federal government gets involved in local and state issues. And the argument is that in order to form a center-right majority, these Republicans and, and so-called conservatives say that we need to get back to populism, which is really progressivism, in order to win for a team. And I, I took a look at the New Deal and Obama's stimulus. I mean, if you look at the New Deal and Obama's stimulus, Obama's stimulus was six times larger in constant dollars than the New Deal was. So Say that again. I, this is what caught my this is what caught my eye. Say that again. So the Works Progress Administration, which is the biggest part, the WPA, which is the biggest part of the New Deal, cost a total of eleven billion between its inception in nineteen thirty five and at the end of June nineteen forty three, when we were in the war and quote unquote didn't need it anymore, it went out. So if you bring it to today's dollars, that would be about $154 billion averaged over the, the amount of time that it was would be about $19.25 billion in federal infrastructure spending today. In 2014, just in 2014, we spent $96 billion on transportation and water infrastructure. So that's four times more. And then the Obama administration tried to revive the New Deal, which some Republicans went along with with the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act at $800 billion. <laughs> At $800 billion in 1943 would have been $64 billion, which is about six times the size of the Works Progress Administration. So anybody that tells you mm-hmm. that we need more government spending, like the New Deal, we already have it. The, the New Deal was quaint compared to what we do today. <laughs> and the New Deal changed the fabric and culture of America, changed the entire understanding of what we are as a nation. How can Absolutely. this, how can this smaller New Deal 
compared to what both parties are now pitching us, how can this not cement us permanently into something that we're ne- we were never intended to be? Absolutely, Glenn. It, it, it's it's wow. not using the state and local government to do what they should do. There's no reason that federal dollars should be a building a bridge over, let's not say Manhattan, because, you know, you've got New York and New Jersey, but across the, the Reedy River here in South Carolina, where I live in Greenville, South Carolina, federal dollars shouldn't be used to build a bridge <laughs> across where I across a river in a small city where I live. That's something that the local government should get together. And if they decide a bridge is necessary, they do a bridge. You know, federal government dollars shouldn't be paying for a piece of public art in Wichita, Kansas, which is what the WPA started. And now we have the National Endowment for the Arts. That WPA dollars, by the way, the 11 billion from 1935 to 1943 also included the federal public arts projects. You know, those those somewhat Mm -hmm. Stalin-esque murals that you see around the country from that time. If you today we have the National Endowment for the Arts which spends a lot more. I didn't even wrap that in to the $96 billion for the American, you know, for the ARA or the, the four times that we spend of the total of a yearly new deal every year this year or or in the latest local numbers. And the Republicans have um, suggested that Hillary Clinton's stimulus package is uh, not big enough. In fact, uh, they have said that it needs to be three times the size. So the quote was, I believe, double it, no, more than double it. it, it what it, has happened to the Republicans? It's about winning. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's red team, blue team. It's not about principles. It's about winning. And Reince and the boys want to win. And in order to win, you need to bring pork back to your city, and you know, your city or town or, or congressional district. So, you know, it was de Tocqueville that said that once, yes. you know, the people realize that they can start spending the government's money to win votes, then the republic would fail. And, you know, I think we've kind of gotten to that point. It's and unfortunate, she, but that's where we're at. To show how completely manipulative and how bad Washington actually is, uh, you know, this was something uh, that was proposed you know, a long time ago, take, they, they don't actually spend direct dollars on roads and bridges yeah, typically. Right. Why? Because the president at the time, they, they tried to pass something about this early on. The president at the time uh, vetoed it uh, because it was unconstitutional, he believed. Um, the good thing is that president happens to be the guy who wrote the Constitution, James Madison, who vetoed it. So they've done how many things now to figure out ways to funnel money to these states to let them do it, even though it's all still government money. They've gone around the Constitution, even when the guy who freaking wrote the Constitution said you cannot spend money this way. So tell me what tell me what um, is happening, because I just read a, um, a really disturbing uh, post from social media, one of my social medias. And, and it is it's definitely alt right. And the alt right and. And Robert, I don't know if you see it. Few conservatives are ringing the warning bell on what is happening. They're changing the language and changing the principles of what it means to be a conservative. And people are not going to see this coming. And it's really dangerous. How is the alt-right weaved itself in so deeply already with the GOP? 
Well, I, I think there was always a nationalist strain in the Republican Party. You know, so I think that, that what they are is they're nationalists, and they, and they want to get back to a certain point in time. And, and maybe for them, you know, make America great again, it was the New Deal. You know, it was those progressive policies. They want to get back to a time where, you know, and a lot of us, I, I grew up in Lowell, Massachusetts, old Milltown, right? And the devastate, my mom worked a manufacturing job until just when I got into college. She hasn't had that for 20 some odd years now. And she's lost a ton of income because the manufacturing is gone. So they're tapping into this anger and this angst. You know, I live near Appalachia, and if you drive up into the mountains, there's anger, there's angst. They're mm-hmm. tapping into it, promising something that will probably never happen again. And in order to promise that, they have to say that the government will take care of you. And that's what seemingly people want to hear. So how do we— Donald Trump won the, won the so primaries. How do, and I think, how do you, I think they don't realize what that means. How do we change this? Because facts don't seem to matter anymore. I, I think you need to show that it works in certain places. And I, and I have hope with, you know, the new economy. You know, you talk about millennials and, and how crazy and how wanty and needy they are. But if you look at it, they've been able to pick any song that they want to listen to yeah. at any time, anywhere, from millions of choices, any movie. I mean, if you told the 12-year-old me that I'd be able to sit in the backseat of somebody's car driving down the highway— and watch Star Wars on a phone. I know. You know, I would have thought you were crazy at 12 years old. But yeah. I can do that today. And the fact that you only get to choose from three health care plans or two health care plans or in some states one health care plan and in some states there may not even be a health care plan um, because Obamacare is destroyed, it, I think is going to start upsetting people. It's the same thing. I mean, if you look at Nashville, something just happened today. The people of the, of the, the city of Nashville voted to let Google Fiber come in and the monopolists at AT&T, U-verse, and, and Comcast are trying to stop Google Fiber from coming in, even though that's what the people voted for. Mm. And, mm. you know, as people get more choices, I, I think libertarian values are working, Uber, Airbnb, but, you know, people need to stay with the fight and stop the, the state from regulating them. Yeah. And I think that if we can play on that message, and maybe it's a small local message, Glenn, you know, focus on your city council. When your city council wants to stop Airbnb from working in the city or to tax it incessantly or stop an Uber driver from picking somebody up and stopping drunken driving because, you know, there's a bunch of Uber drivers around maybe that's how you change it is you start standing up then. And then if, if people can change it at that local level, it may go back up and be a grassroots. Is there enough time? We'll see. Yeah. But I think, you know, a focus on the local level might be where we need to go. Robert, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed your article. I'm glad to have you on. Thank you so much from conservative uh, review. Regardless, whoever wins the white house, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BDP. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times. 
times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. 